All right, Oak Doki. You ready to uh, talk about uh, what the Lord Sport? Hell yeah, I am, brother. Hell yeah, I'm just. You know, every weekend I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm just a little grateful. I go, you know, there's football. There's football on. Is it good football? This weekend was a solid one. I was about to say, is it good football? Eh, but this weekend, yeah, this was, this was, look, I told you last week, I said XFL 2020, it took a little bit of time to get some momentum, but once it got rolling, it rolled. So we'll talk about it, of course. Uh, let's go ahead and dive in. What you, what you got for us for news here this week, bud? Uh, so starting off, you now the commanders continue to be the commanders. A story came out this week that so during or maybe before the start of the last football season, uh, Dan Snyder, the owner of the commanders, basically he bought out like the shares of the team he didn't own from the other like partial owners. So he has full ownership of the team. And it came out this week that in doing so, he took out a $55 million loan that he didn't tell anyone out about. Right. And supposedly that breached a bunch of contracts and related to the sale. Cause like if they knew he took out a loan for it, they wouldn't have done it or some shit like that. Sure. So apparently there's some, you know, the commanders continue to be in a bunch of weird ass financial shit that, you know, only problems gorilla and heirs have. So, yeah, just that just bill, just billionaire problems. Yeah, uh, man, he's such a sleaze bag. Like he's yeah. just like he's such a, like it's almost like a to a comical level. You know what I mean? He's like a, he's like an eighties like coming of age high school like rich person. He's like the fucking guy from Dirty Dancing or something. Just it's comical. It is. It is. And then also the commanders cut Carson Wentz because you know he kind of sucks. No, mm. not a big shocker there, but now they are having, uh, they're going forward with Taylor Heineke and Sam sure. Howell. So good sure. luck, the commander. Taylor Heineke's a player. He plays football. He, he definitely plays football. He is perfectly mid. <laughs> yeah. He's not much. the worst. He's, he's not, not the worst. No, he's not. He's not near the worst. I can think of a guy in Chicago that might be aiming for that title. Oof. Oof. Or San Fran. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, I think the Falcons also cut Marcus Mariota. Oh, now, now you don't love to see that. Marcus Mariota well, is such a good guy. Okay, he's a good guy, but yeah. he's not great at ball. No, not. And I feel like there's another piece of news coming up here in a little bit that it's also going to apply to that that he's a good guy, but not really a great player. Uh, I don't, I don't know. What you're I haven't actually read. I, I thought it was maybe, maybe there was some, um, Oh shit! What's his name? Uh, Derek Carr news this week. Has there not been any movement uh, with him going to the Saints? I th- I could have sworn I read yet, that. No. I could have sworn I read that. That's, was it's was definitely someone lying one of the to me? Big rumors, but was I being lied to? Was I being lied to? I was being lied to. I was being lied to. All right. Well. Yeah, which means the Falcons just have Desmond Ritter at quarterback, so they got to figure something out. How old is Desmond Ritter? He's not a spring chicken. No, he's. A rookie last year. No way. Who am I thinking of he then? Was, he was on the Cincinnati team that made it to the playoffs and got embarrassed. Who the hell am I thinking of then? No idea. Desmond Ritter. Oh, I'm thinking of him. Why did I think he was like 40? He, he kind of looks 40, honestly. I think that's why. Fair. That, yeah. <laughs> so. And then, of course, the combine was this week. Ended mm. today. 
of course, the big hype in the combine was Anthony Richardson out of Florida, quarterback. His because you know he's got all those physical feats to him that he's mm. big and fast and whatnot. Which I mean, mm. here's my take on the combine: like, yeah, it's necessary. It helps. Pl- it's it's necessary for the players that are on the lower end of the draft, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to get exposure. Uh, I feel like a lot of the higher end players, there's a lot of just hyping them up and whatnot to like right. try to bait other teams into, you know, potentially drafting a player you don't want them, you don't want to draft, but you mm-hmm. want someone else to waste to pick up. Because that, of course, we'll see now in the next few weeks leading up to the draft at the end of April that they'll they'll of these top players there'll be tons of stories coming out but oh they're actually a bad person or some shit like yeah. that and to try to lower the draft stock so i mean that's the whole process it's it's a bunch of nonsense some people basically from what i've seen is bryce is still probably the number one overall pick and then number two might be anthony richardson instead of cj stroud now right we also have pro days that will be coming up towards the end of the month as well, which is right. another opportunity for, again, that's kind of another one just kind of for the big guys to show out. So, Yeah, which Bryce didn't do any like the physical tests of right. the combine. I think he did show up for like measurements and whatnot though. Right. Yeah. From what and I, from what I had heard previously, um, he was, um, he was going to save a lot of his real big showy stuff for the pro day. So, right. Which is pretty normal for them mm-hmm. because, you know, pro days you can throw to people, you know, and mm-hmm. not random fuckos. And whatnot. Yeah. One, that makes a lot more sense. So. Uh, apparently there's talks of, you know, the Daniel Jones contract negotiations, mm-hmm. not going the greatest. Don't love to hear that. No, you really don't. What's the, what's the issue there? Uh, supposedly he wants a bunch of money, which like, come on, Giants, just pay the man. Who can, yeah, know. for real. We're, like, we're not getting anyone better. I was about to say you had like the be- one of the best seasons you've had since uh, you know Eli Manning was your quarterback. Like, don't, don't, don't be that way. And then another thing I saw come out this week that I didn't write in the news, but I just remembered. So the NFL like surveyed all the players and the teams, mm-hmm. and essentially came out with like a report card on how certain aspects of the team so treatment of families nutrition weight room strength staff training room training staff and locker room mm-hmm. so uh, perhaps to no surprise the arizona cardinals are far at the bottom with f to f minus in almost every category kind of wild but it's it's wild like of all the expansion teams the Cardinals seem to be the ones that have struggled like the most, like everyone else has kind of at least found some sort of groove at some point, but the Cardinals have just, just suck. Yeah. I found a picture for it. If you want to okay. discussion chat, okay. it's got them ranked in order. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oof. Commanders unshockingly kind of down there. Um, Vikings at the top, honestly, is a little strange, I think. I don't know why I think that, but it is a little strange. Dolphins. I wonder what that treatment of families is about, because that's like their only bad score. Yeah. Now, one that I do find pretty interesting on this list is Chiefs down there four from the bottom. Yeah. What are they bad in? Well, almost everything. 
Weirdly enough, like every, the only like consistent column is strength coaches, and the only people that hate their strength coach for some reason is the Ravens. <laughs> what the hell's going on with yeah. them? That's weird. Everyone, everyone else is a oh the Falcons too, but I mean, who's shocked that something about the Falcons yeah. sucks? I mean, the, the Ravens especially at that F minus and strength. That's coach, so but, oh, wow. strange. I'd love to know what the story there is. Um, but yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, their only positive is treatment of families. Well, and strength coach, uh, but team right. travel F. That one's a weird one, huh? Locker room. Uh, when it says locker room, does it maybe? When it says locker room, does it mean facilities? I think it means specifically the locker room. Huh. Okay. Like training room is the training yeah, facility. That's true. And like, I think that's like their hot tubs and ice baths and shit. Weirdly enough, Saints is not also you know they're towards the top they're in the top 10 weirdly enough their their one bad thing is the food service and nutrition which i find that i don't know i find that kind of ironic like i know that they're supposed to be eating like you know things but like new orleans is like a food capital of the south you know i, I mean maybe could, that's part of it like maybe the food, they, they see all that good food out there and oh that's a good like point fucking- bland chicken and rice or whatever maybe that's a good point maybe they're walking yeah walking through the city smelling po boys and beignets and all that and then they get there and it's like oh god because a lot of these other cities like what's another silly i was gonna say that okay the bingle cincinnati they're not not a big food city phoenix yeah so uh who knows i don't know that's just weird that that's like their one sticking point good to see the saints up there so far it's um it is interesting yeah, to even, see that even like though they're not a great team right now at least they like their facility it, what's interesting is more or less like the the ranking of the team happiness does seem to translate pretty closely to success i mean there's some outliers of course but the 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 chiefs being down there in the bottom four that one's just kind of bizarre honestly so i don't know man there well i mean it i could guess be it's like- not that bizarre when the NFL like, rigs hey, everything in your favor, we're or out there winning Super Bowls and shit, but like you're not gonna put more money into our like facilities. Right. I don't know. Right. Maybe they're just spoiled brats. Have we considered that? Eh, that is possible. That is possible. So. Hmm. Right. Well, that was interesting. Uh, I mean, not really directly news related, but I did see this maximum football game today. Oh yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. So it's a free-to-play football game. It looks like it's going to be a Madden competitor. Well, uh, it's going to use generic teams. From oh, okay, I knew that name sounded familiar. So Maximum Football. Um, I don't know if these are the same games, but there there was a game. It was called Doug Flutie's Maximum Football, and that's why it sounded familiar. But from what I can tell, I don't think they're the same game oh and the predecessor no they are that's weird but it's like it, it's like a different company produce or uh what's going on oh here we go on february 7 2022 publisher modus games announced plans to release their next sequel maximum football 2023 is a free-to-play title which is under development by invictus games the sim is currently being built in unreal engine 5 plan to um, oh, uh, I, I, this wasn't mentioned anywhere else, but it's mentioned on uh, the wiki. Uh, however, Steam players can expect to, the game to enter early access sometime in the spring. Ooh, 
So yeah, I'm guess so what it seems like is it's got it's got new developers, new publishers. It seems like everything's different except the name. The name. And they dropped the Doug Flutie from it. Right. So that's weird. Okay, whatever. Well they've got a dynasty mode where I guess you take the role of a head coach. Right. Then you've got like just a pro season mode where you're just like a right. player or whatever. Full customization, by the way. Yeah, could be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how in depth if you can get it to like into like rule changes too, so you could simulate, you know, like college, NFL, XFL. Or if yeah. it's just just like well, does it even say? Hmm. Because I don't think the originals were like limited to spe- any specific level of play. So yeah, that's kind of exciting because like Madden kind of like sucks now. Yeah. And has sucked for a little bit. So that's competition is good. Yeah. yeah that's uh well, okay. So sorry to follow up on that. Apparently I think the original Doug Flutie's were college from what I can tell. Gotcha. I mean, so. the, the teams in the screenshot for this are like Fresno and West Texas and stuff like that. So, yeah, but it also it, has the pro season thing, so maybe it is both. Maybe it's maybe it's just like a fully customizable experience, which would be very cool. So, right, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love a good. Uh... So there was an announcement trailer for it. I guess I could have watched it, but yeah. um, yeah, real real interesting. Very happy to see it. So, uh, that's about it for news, I think. Yeah, that's all I got for news. So. Well, let's dive right into it, man. So, XFL. Week three, very exciting. Not very exciting. So uh, we we bitched about it last week. How they were doing, like they're kind of doing it weird. Like you're not 100 percent sure when the games are gonna be. It wasn't as bad. There was only one game on Saturday. It was a late game. Fine. Cashman Field, Las Vegas, Nevada. God, that field still sucks. Oh it my does. god. Like, when they first started the game, I was like, oh, did they like fix the field? Because they were like one half the field is kind of fine. But the other half has like those weird lines of turf that like mm-hmm. they haven't properly integrated for whatever reason. Well, I think it's a baseball field, or like at its core. I think it's a baseball field. So I'm guessing what I you're talking about is like the a soccer field. That oh, also that's worse. Is a baseball field. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, because like when we were looking into it, it was primary use for like an MLS team. or something. That's right. No, 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 not even an MLS team. Like oh, it was like a, the, the BLS. Yeah, the the feeder league for the MLS. Yeah. Which is worse. It's so much worse. It is. Uh, yeah. So, and man, like the, another one that we didn't really get appreciation of last week, but we did on this one because um, as good of a game as it was, the commentators were cutting up pretty heavily during this game. Matt Barry and Joe Galloway were fucking around the entire time. And they pulled away from like the press box. I'm doing air quotes, which is just some cobbled together scaffolding covered in a bunch of like ESPN branding tarps or something. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh God, whatever. But I'll say this, the product on the field, pretty good. Very good. We did not expect that coming into this. Both teams were winless coming into this game. Uh, The Sea Dragons obviously were the, the stronger team. We've talked about how Danucci... Danucci had his chef's hat on, right? He's been oh, he, he's Danucci been wanting to cook, but like I said in week one, he just didn't have any downfield talent developed. Well, apparently he fucking found them. His stats are 
are pretty decent. 29 for 37 for almost 400 yards, averaging yeah. 10.2 a pass for four touchdowns, one interception. Well, uh, fucking cooked. Amazing. Yeah. This was a great guy. I loved watching this game. This was great. This, and it's, this game was great. Josh Gordon, the wide receiver oh my God. for the Sea Dragons. He, he seemed to figure it back out again. What's funny about Josh Gordon is like, you know, we acknowledge like Josh Gordon is still like an NFL caliber player. It's just his extracurriculars that have kept him out of it. Like there's nothing, right. it's, there's nothing skill related about him that is not up to par. He should realistically be on an NFL roster right now. But what's his vice, the wacky tobacky? It's wacky tobacky now. I think there's a bit more hard stuff earlier Ooh, on. That's not good. Anyway, so, you know, literally just that. I mean, and that's kind of sad, like, because this guy could have balled out somewhere, you know? Well, I think, like, as recent as midway through, like, this season, he was on a team, and he just wasn't putting up, I guess, at the level they wanted him to. That's so depressing. But he was, man, he was great in that. Dude, that catch in the fourth quarter oh. when I legitimately thought he was just going to show off and backpedal all the way into the end zone. Cause it was only, I think what, seven yards or something he had left yeah, to go. He was so, Oh my God, dude. Ah, oh, Danucci was cooking. Oh, Brett Hundley was not bad either. And by the way, dog of the week is Brett Hundley for me. That dude had, I know they lost and he had decent stats 13 for 28 224 average of eight two touchdowns oh yeah Not we also have to mention it was windy as shit in this oh game. my god hurricane gale force winds the whole time uh but what does it finish up by saying brett hunley this dude's energy is insane right oh, like yeah. this dude just loves playing football and you love to see it you really do. You really do. Okay, now, all right. I'm so fucked up about people's ages, man. Like, so I thought Desmond Ritter was like 40, but I thought Brett Hundley was like 20. No, he's 30. What the? F I'm, oh yeah. Oh my god. He's I'm old. Yeah, this whole stint in Watch the NFL. It. Watch it. Watch it now. Um. Yeah, I don't. God, I'm so man. Age Listen, is so weird to me. He's football old. Oh, that's true. Uh, is he though? I mean, because I feel like the way things have gotten these days, like I feel like the average age of players is kind of creeping on up there. Like you know, through well, strength and conditioning, and probably just sheer force of will, you know, guys are getting a little bit older. Uh, it I mean, definitely it, varies position to position. That's true. I mean, yeah, I think Brady skewed it up a bit for what mm. the expectations were, but I don't think most quarterbacks be playing into their forties. Well, I mean, God, how old is Aaron Rodgers? 36? No way. No way. Bro, you're, you're no, he's mess. 39, actually. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. He's still looking, also he like, good for 39, though. Aaron Rodgers even making it, continuing to play it into 40 is pretty up in the air, so. Yeah, but I feel like that's not like a physical thing. I feel like that's a mental thing with him. Sure. I think he's all fucked. Well, we, <laughs> we know for a fact he's all fucked up. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, yeah. Uh, back to the XFL. Uh, yeah, oh my God, this was... Ah, but, uh, I love this game. Shout out to Brett Hundley being the passing and rushing leader for this game, by the way. Uh, he kind of put the game on his back. Uh, and it, it didn't did. work out in their favor. I will say, I have not looked at your rankings yet. Let me say. Um, you were, you, I won't spoil it, but the Vipers aren't the worst team in the league, despite being winless. Like there's uh, some there's stuff. another winless team. 
Yeah, <laughs> there's some stuff in the works here. I could see the Vipers, not this year, but in a year or two, maybe figuring it out. Like, it's not a bad yeah, team. Listen, and, the Vipers are primed to shoot up my power rankings. Sure. Oh, if yeah. If they can get a win. Oh, yeah. If they had won this, I, I mean, it would have been huge. I mean, the Seed Dragons aren't anything special either, but you can just tell there's so much, like, raw talent and potential with the Seed Dragons that winning against them is kind of like, you know, even though, they, even though they're one and two, I mean, it's like... You know, that's kind of big. So, yeah, man, what a this, yeah. So, you know, last week's last week's games, I can't even tell you what happened or even who played. It was just a snoozer. But this one started off as off, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is great!" I yeah. think this was the highest scoring game so far. Um, of course, we I, I think it got beaten by. It got beaten by the second, yeah the, the next first one game of yeah but it was that was just like the harbinger of things to come though so of the first one Saturday uh, Sunday sorry uh, Audi Field Washington D.C. proud to announce the beer snake was back and it was it was back holy shit it was form. it was did you see, did you see the part where they connected the two the little one and the big oh, one yeah. that was man that's when the game really really took off. Uh, this was another great one, a great back and forth. I'll tell you what, I said it last week and I'm going to say it again. AJ McCarron, I think literally every game is having to run more than he's ever, ever like, and I'm not saying when I say run, I don't mean downfield. I mean, scrambling, right? Um, because his O line is what's the proper term? Swiss cheese dog shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's not great. He's going to scramble, but um, he can kind of make it work, honestly. He did throw two picks, although one of those was not on his fault. One guy just, like, straight up fell down. Yeah, it was at the beginning of the game. That, yeah, that was in the first quarter. Um, 26 for 42, 260. That, yeah, that 26 for 42, that's not a great number, but he's kind of in, like, the similar position that Ben DiNucci was in week one, where it's just, like, his downfield talent is not developing. And I don't know whose fault that is. I don't know if that's like a cultural thing. I don't know if he's just not able to like gel with them. I don't know what's happened, but well, they had that one guy that this, they had that one receiver that they said they found like through via Twitter DM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that guy was kind of cooking, but the rest of the team is definitely letting him down. No, and if you look at the stats, like you've only got you first. First off, only one guy has like a high number and that's Hakeem Butler. He was spreading the love around and there's what Jesus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different receivers in this game. So that's kind of nuts. Um but Hakeem Butler was his main target. And I mean yeah he he was good. The thing is like it's when they catched it, caught it, right? It was good. Yep. But the rest of the time not so much. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of it was kind of depressing um, to see them kind of like because they kind of had it right. And you you got so with what was it like one minute left? DC fumbles at their own goal line, and I went, no, come on now, we're not gonna we're not gonna do this again, are we? Yeah, and, and to be clear, they were down two scores. The, the Seattle's down two scores. They were St. Louis. They were, but you know. Uh, they get the but touchdown. Yes, I, I agree. It was kind of like, is this going to happen again? They get the touchdown, and they go for the four, the fourth and fifteen conversion, which they did in the first, well, week one, um, and it didn't go well. And dude, 
it turned into a fucking brawl. Like, I have not seen it a did. fight. I have not seen a football fight like that in a hot minute, dude. And... You know, this whole time we're like, come on, guys, be professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was, but it was kind of like, ah, fight, 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 fight. Um, how did Tamu do in this game? Tom, Tom, oh, God. He was I'm slinging okay. it. Yeah. Oh, God, they had Derek King. Derek King. That's kind of offensive. I don't think they... I think there's an apostrophe in Derek, right? Or am I being racist? Let me look this up. Derek King. There yes, is. There, yeah, I thought so. I'm not just I'm not just being racist. Um, they had Derek King in there, and he was doing pretty good, too. Yeah, he only threw it three times, but... You know. I don't know what they're... I don't yeah, know if they, they're trying... They but. bring him in at like the end to finish out games because like he benefits big for the run game or whatever. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this was a great game, man. I'm just I I am disappointed that the like St. Louis lost, but then again, to be fair, their other wins kind of were also bullshit. They got to figure something. Yeah. I'm hoping. Here's my thought. To be fair, go on. They scored points in every quarter. They did this game, so it was a lot better than their let's just figure it out at the very end of the game bullshit yes and that is definitely an improvement and what i was going to say is i'm hoping that <sighs> i'm thinking that what has happened is that because they won on this bullshit there was never really hard lessons that really had to be learned you know what i mean and maybe right. now that they've finally taken that l a dirty l by the way an ugly l right the game not so much but that ending that was dirty that was bad i'm hoping i'm praying that they get together and go all right we can't let that happen again so um and next week they got their season opener at home oh i'm so excited about that that crowd is going to be lit as the kids that dc crowd was pretty fucking lit though. they were that was great you know what's great about it and i know it's in an mls stadium but just like the aura and the vibe of the the crowd in the stadium feels like a soccer game you know like yeah like football fans are rowdy yeah but soccer fans like get on this other shit i don't know why i don't know what the difference is which is weird because soccer is like because like the sport is kind of boring I, yeah i guess that's it yeah 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 that makes actually makes a lot of sense because that's exactly what i was about to say it was like football is really exciting and soccer sucks so um yeah and yeah man what a great what a great crowd there was some lemon throwing there was some lemon throwing but they got their beer snake back so yeah, the real to highlight it. to me at, at the end of this game with the fighting was like so they get they clear the fight like there's there still has to be another snap to end the game and they like instantly start fighting again yeah. right after the snap <laughs> was technically stopped the clock so they probably i think they were supposed to snap the ball another time but the rest of like no nah, yeah, fuck, game's yeah it's like yeah it's like what do you think is gonna happen like no let's just let's go home um go home to watch the second of the fx games Choctaw the, uh, Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The, disappointment of the week. Oh my god, this sucks so bad. What the fuck happened to the Renegades? Did they just fall asleep at the wheel? Uh, if you want me to be real with you, I feel I like the Renegades were never that good. Mm. That's, a, that's a hot take, I think. It is. But mm. like, their first week, I think they won because they got like two pick sixes. That that like, helps. Not a lot of offense. 
No. The second week, they lost to the Roughnecks. And this week, they only put up 10 against the worst team in the league and almost right. lost. Paxton Lynch, I tell you, like, he's he's another guy who's like, he's not great, but he's not terrible either. And he's kind of putting the team on his back, honestly. Like, they would suck way more than they do. Oh, real shame one. about his hairline. Oh, on gun? Let's look that up while I talk about this. I do want to shout out, was it, I'm pretty sure it was the Guardians had to kick one of their players off because he was like spying for another team. Did you see that? That I did not see that. Let me look that up. Hold on. Guardians. Orlando Guardians XFL quarterback oh, sold plays to opposing team. <laughs> That's the wackiest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. What's wrong with this hairline? I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not the worst. It's not prude bad. Do they have any up-to-date photos on it? I don't really know i can't I they don't. don't know but from what i was seeing in the game today I was like, oh my well to be fair helmet hair makes anyone look bad so right but yeah i got you i mean it oh, was me... pretty heavily like going on top of the head Pax and lynch like except oh yeah no i'm saying oh no he's yeah he's starting like widow's peak real hard oh, oh no oh no oh no that's not good I mean, he's, he's still a handsome guy, though. No, he's no. all right. Yeah. Anyway, better looking than this fucking game. Jesus Christ. All right, Orlando still sucks. Let's get that out of the way. Orlando still sucks. But yep. the Renegades, like, I, I really don't understand what happened here. Kyle, Kyle Sluter. That's, that's a made-up name. That's just a, that's a, that's not a real person. <laughs> Kyle Sluter. Kyle Sluter, Sluter kind of sucked in this. 18 for 23, 124, one touchdown. Ugh. Um, three tar. Oh my god, this game just makes me angry looking at it. This sucks. I don't. I'm just. I'm just gonna move on. This sucks. It was bad. Nothing yep. we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> now this one though, San Antonio Brahmas and the Houston Roughnecks. I thought so. The Brahmas come out and strike real fast. Right. Oh yeah, very. And Heinz Ward has got him going. And I went, oh, oh, not a fan of this. Not a fan of this at all. Um, Houston comes back, strikes, goes for two. Then in the second quarter, they put up another fourteen, and then they decided not to score again. But it was very nice of the Brahmas to accommodate that by also only scoring one more time. So yeah, um, like this game started very hot. And oh, it was great. Cooled off pretty fast. Well. I mean, the quarterbacks were still slinging the ball. Just no one was getting down the field to score the point. Yeah, yeah. Jack Cohen kind of sucks. Like he I'm does. just gonna, I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna. He's from. He is from Wisconsin. So I'm just gonna say that he kind of sucks. Um, the Roughnecks are still undefeated in the XFL history. So, yeah. Dang, Brandon Silver's let one rip for 42 yards. Let's fucking go. Oh my God! You love to see yeah, it. Jo- I mean, Josh Gordon's touchdown was a sixty-five yarder. Danucci to Gordon. It's not. It's not a. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. It kind of is. Well, at least in this instance, it's not because they weren't playing head to head. But, uh, yeah, Roughnecks woke up. Rough. I just don't. I legitimately do not see anyone beating the Roughnecks. Like they just. They're like an OP team. In this, I league. don't know, dude. Who, who, who you think? Who you think? That DC team is pretty good. 
That's true. That's true. When do they play? We'll, we'll talk about that in here in a second when we talk about actually coming up uh, next week, week four. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so week four, uh, we're back to the regular schedule, two Saturday, two Sunday. Love well, to You say see regular, it. but one of the games on Saturday is at fucking 10 p.m. Eastern. Well, it's on the West Coast, so. I don't love that it's so late. I mean, I guess we'll be up doing the show anyway. Yeah. Uh... Well, it might, yeah, um, yeah, it might be, a, it might be winding down as we start up, but yeah, uh, 7 p.m. on FX again. I don't love that it's on FX because FX plays really cringy commercials, but it's what it is. Yeah, it's also usually on like ESPN three. That's true. I just don't have that. So, uh, Roughnecks at Orlando Guardians. Oh, geez. Oh man, that's gonna, mm, that's gonna be disgusting. You know. We already know the result of that game. Literally the best versus literally the worst. So, uh, yeah, then 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, San Antonio Brahmas versus the Sea Dragons. Can Danucci continue the streak? Brahmas looked promising. So Will I, they rebound? If, yeah, it, this is going to be the interesting one for me, honestly. Like, this is Danucci's moment. If he wins this, the Sea Dragons become contenders. Like, the, yes, you had a rough tough start to the season, but, you know, it's just week Speaking three, contenders, baby. Did you know there's divisions in the XFL? Yeah, north and south. I only just learned that this week. I, I did too, yeah. It's I like did too. such a small amount of teams yeah. that I didn't think they would four, need divisions. Four and four. But I guess well, we it's to do the playoffs, so, you know. Yeah, but I feel like you could just have the best, you know, the top I don't, teams in general. I don't know. It's whatever. Um, it's, <laughs> uh, them, yeah. Uh, Renegades and the Battlehawks, man, this is this is this is AJ's chance, right? This is their chance. So the Renegades look very weak. You can win this. Can put you together get it together? Complete game. Yeah, put together a complete game. Like figure out like doing well in the first half and the second half at the same time, and you've got a really good team, AJ. So, uh, oh geez, this one's gonna be a rough one too. Vegas Vipers and the DC Defenders. Vapor Vipers don't have a chance in this, bro. Deep Sea Defenders don't. are legitimately like the second best team in the league. So, um, oh, and three versus three and oh, same thing as the Roughnecks Guardians. I don't see this one being great, yeah. Although Brett Hundley did bring the energy, he did, he oh, did, and maybe that this, this could at least be an enjoyable game. That means a lot, that means a lot, especially, in, especially in a develop what's essentially a development league, right? Yeah, um, I scrolled down a little bit. The Roughnecks Defenders is March 27th, so that's we geez Louise. Oh, that's a Monday night game. Wow. Okay. Showing out. All right. Uh, let's talk power rankings. So, as usual, let's start from the bottom, which has uh, not changed from last week, shockingly. Nope. Still the Guardians at the bottom. God, they're so garbage. They're still 0-3. They still fucking suck. Barely put any points on the board. Uh, at 7... Which they're at seven primarily because they have not won yet. Right. Vegas Vipers. I do feel that there's an argument to put them over the Renegades, but <sighs> they they lost to the Renegades week one. Yeah, and they've yet to win a game. So yeah, but the thing is, like, as we get deeper into the season, I think the like the weight of that of week one continues to diminish because that was like the figuring it out week. But but sure. yeah, as it stands now, no, it's still it, it's an albatross definitely hanging around their neck. Yep. 
Uh, in six, we do have the Renegades. They are two and one, but I don't like the product they've been putting together. What a fall from grace from four to six. Oof. Yeah. Listen, yeah. That, some will call that a hot take. They're a two-win team, but... No, oh no, because those wins aren't pretty. They are not pretty. Uh, I don't like the product they put together. They put up 10 points in the Guardians and almost lost. So. Yeah, that's depressing. That threw them down for me big time. Yeah. At five, I do have the Seattle Sea Dragon, which actually I feel like I should have. I didn't update this. I actually want the Brahmas and the Sea Dragon swapped. Hmm. So Brahmas at five then? Brahmas at five. Okay. Uh, both uh, both one and two teams, Seattle and the Brahmas. But uh, yeah, the Brahmas, they looked hot last week. But again, we said last week they played the Guardians last week. So it's yeah. kind of let's see if they can put those points up against an actual team, which yeah. they started hot and then didn't really do anything with it. So right. good luck next week, Heinz Ward. Uh, then at four, we have the Sea Dragons. And they really started cooking this week. You love to see it. I want to see Ben DiNucci cook it even more. Mm-hmm. So I got them at four. Uh, I still have the Battlehawks at three. They did show they can put points up on the board in every quarter. And that they they and they and also still have some voodoo magic going on at the end of the games, even though there wasn't enough this time. Now, see, this is the one where I'm not really going to disagree with you, but I'm going to say I wouldn't really switch those two but in my mind they're essentially tied sure it's like either one of those teams could shoot up or shoot down Mm -hmm. based on next week so we'll see what happens yeah next week is a big week for both those teams definitely uh and then at two which i'm gonna be real here my two is very close to my one i still have dc at two they are three you know just like the roughneck uh dc's defense has been very dominant their offense has been kind of cooking as well. Definitely looking forward to that Monday night matchup in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And of course, I won. They're still undefeated. And the existence of the XFL 2.0, the Roughnecks. That's pretty much the sole reason I have them over DC is they have that undefeated status. But I think they're very close in my personal power ranking. Yeah, no, I definitely just, there's really no one else in the league that looks as complete as those two teams. Um, and the defenders, uh, yeah, only slightly less so than the um, than the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks have looked dominant in every single game. The defenders have looked vulnerable at times, but it's never really stuck. I will say next week is going to answer a lot of questions. I, like next week is when we'll really get a feeling for like what's going on with the power rankings. Because if yep. St. Louis can show up and do real well, then yeah, the DC Defenders resume looks really solid. But if they get absolutely clowned on, um, it's shakier sand, but it's not a death sentence or anything. But again, uh, it's going to answer itself in a couple of weeks on Monday night, XFL anyway. So, man, I'm so excited. I'm, excited. Sure. I'm fucking excited for that, man. The only, thing, the only problem with that is it's going to conflict with Raw. Speaking of Raw, yeah. John Cena's coming back tomorrow night. For real? Do, 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 do. Yeah. So if you're a, if you're a big How Cena stan. Oh, geez. I don't know. I want to tell a fun story about 45. John Cena. 
Hey, he looks great for 45. He really does. He really does. Um, I want to tell a great story about John Cena. So I'm, I'm like not a huge, uh, wrestling guy historically. Like I am now, but I didn't like it as a kid. And in fact, growing up in the South, like everyone else liked it. And I thought it was like really trashy. Like I had a friend who I went over to his house a lot and he was like a huge wrestling guy. Um, his whole family was, in fact, his dad collected wrestling stuff and they were, what's the proper term? White trash, like heavily white trash, like lived in the hood. They were good people. Don't, don't get me wrong. They were good people. They were just kind of white trash. Um, so, you know, I always had this vision in my head of like, you know, wrestling is just kind of like white trash. So I was never really into it. Um, which wrestling kind of is white trash to be fair, but that's not the point. Um, so I was never really into it. And the, the next encounter I had with wrestling, <laughs> oh my God, the next encounter I had with wrestling was several years later when I was in high school and I took a home at class and at the high school I went to, they had the, um, the kids that needed a little bit more attention, right? Um, right. the retards is what I'm trying to say. They had oh, them okay. segregated to a different part of the school, but for some reason, like the elective kind of classes, I don't know if elective is the right word, but the, the classes where, um, you know, you not non core. It, it's less about learning. It's more about hands-on. Sure. 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 For some reason, they decided to integrate those two and home was one of them where they integrated these special needs kids in. And this kid was in our and home at power bomb, the special needs kid through it. I did. How, were you there? Did you know? Wow. That's crazy, man. Uh, no, he would come in every Tuesday and give us a play for play by play reenactment of what happened on raw the night before, usually while wearing a John mm -hmm. Cena shirt kind of based in retrospect heavily based at the time though i thought it was like oh, i was like oh, ugh, ugh, cringe i'm too good for this i'm i'm taylor i'm you know i'm sophisticated and i don't know whatever the fuck but yeah no god what a what a base little kid he's probably dead now but you know i don't i mean i don't Oof. know i don't i don't know that i just you know statistically maybe um so that was my you story don't really about John see Cena. A lot of retarded adults. I mean, you do, but not that. Kind well, of yeah, Down syndrome people don't really live like past their thirties, um, which is kind of a shame. But then again, I mean, they, you know, people feel bad for Down syndrome people, but you really shouldn't. Like, they're probably doing better than we are, because they don't yeah, really. I've got thoughts on that that I won't say on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say, but what I was going to say was maybe close. Um, like they don't, they don't really have a lot of worries of the world, you know, like they do, but they just don't like perceive it as deeply as we do. Right. You know, sure. the, there's no, there's no down syndrome person out there worrying about like, you know, politics and the economy and shit. Right. They're just kind of happy to be there. So, you know, it is what it is. Probably, probably yeah. cut that off there so we don't get into more controversial shit. So. But back to how you got into wrestling. Back to how I got into wrestling. Oh, that's an interesting story in and of itself. So I was during college, and I was back home over the holidays. And now, as you, of course, know, I'm number one Twilight Zone guy. And Twilight Zone has a marathon 
on sci-fi every new year's eve slash day 24 48 72 hours sometimes um and on this particular new year's eve fell on friday back in the day smackdown on was on friday of course it's my friday smackdown on sci-fi back before it moved to uh fox and it interrupted my marathon because contractual obligations right and yeah. i went i'm not watching this i'm too good for this i've never liked this so i click off you know like i'll come back an hour how, how long how long can this run not knowing it ran like two hours so i come back at like early and i'm like oh shit this shit's still on and i remember the exact segment that was happening it was a contract signing for i want to say well probably royal rumble it had to have been royal rumble um a contract signing for royal rumble john cena funny enough and the miz were gonna have a fight and the miz had a like a protege i want to say alex riley did i just make that name up i didn't that's a real human being um was he the guy i'm thinking of yes yeah in fact here it is on his wiki page it literally says alliance with the miz so um no it actually was it was it was something called bragging rights pay-per-view no that was in october which was what i don't know point is um that's like i i turned back and i was like oh, okay well, that was really cool and then i just kept watching and i was like oh okay well this is kind of interesting and from then on i just watched wrestling based it is a little it, yeah it's just and it's just funny how like kind of things happen like that they just happen you know so um look at this alex riley guy i don't know what's he doing these oh he's back he, he came back to wrestling where's he at nwa well, that's depressing. Many such cases. Oh, now this is interesting. So what happened to him? Riley has stated that his career in WWE took a turn for the worse after standing up for himself backstage with John Cena and saying Cena followed this by using the power he held backstage to negatively influence his career. Uh, that's kind of cringe, John. That's kind of cringe. But there's a lot of cases that like a lot of backs backstage shit like that. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do we have any, is there like any other big events coming up? Not really. It's, we're really in like a dry spell here. We are. It's just WrestleMania is four weeks away. Just XFL. So it's only four weeks away. Yeah. April 1st, uh, first weekend of April. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Based. I'm very excited for that. So. I'm not excited for the lead up of Raw and SmackDown going up to it because it's going to like this is when Raw and SmackDown get like boring because they're just going to like be rehashing the same shit over and over again. Like, you know, like a title's not going to change in four weeks going up to red. You know, it's not going to change. So, no. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's everything. We'll be back next week for more XFL and uh, weird stories about retards from my high school who like John Cena. So see y'all then. See ya.